Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast, your weekly source for all things Final Fantasy TCG. Yeah, it, it lags, sadly. Oh. Well, it has some lag on it, and my, my TV isn't very good, and it sucks when you like play the game a lot. That's tough, because I do like these games, but I do like one thing more than that, and that's being back for another episode of the RVA Returners Podcast, guys. Welcome back once again. I'm your host, Chris Adams. With me, as always, is my partner in crime, Adam Lane. And um, we got a pretty good uh, episode lined up this week. It's uh, we're going to talk about some fun stuff. Then we're going to have uh, you know an FDR style fireside chat. <laughs> um, you know, it's kind of been a hot button issue, so we'll get to that. But uh, you know how we like to start around these parts, and that's with the news. That's the way the cookie crumbles, Walter Cronkite. Yeah, so uh, we'll start the news today. Um, again, uh, just like last week, we've had a couple qualifiers since then. Um, but we're going to start with like the best news, the good story. Uh, Adam Lane. You know, we didn't talk. We we kind of foreshadowed it on last week's episode, but you 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 brought home you you brought home the bacon on Sunday. Uh, why don't you tell us about uh, tell us about your victory? Yeah, it was a it was a twenty four man tournament. Mm-hmm. Down at uh, a tower, so da- exactly enough to get a top eight cut. Nice, um, according to like the rules. I say that with like air quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I was on mono lightning. Switched it up from turbo ice just because like uh, turbo ice is really good. It's just uh, not a, it's not a deck for me mm-hmm. um, for for a multitude of reasons. But that doesn't mean that like it's not a good deck. Um, and then I checked in some cards to kind of help me battle with like early aggression and stuff with mm-hmm. like Shadow Lord. Uh, bumped it up to three Exodus. I have changed the deck since um, I won. Added, uh, took out a few cards. Added a few cards. That I think make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Mono Lightning's in a pretty good place. Um, but yeah, I mean, I went undefeated in Swiss. Uh, made top eight and then lost one match in the top eight. I think. Nice. And was that to Danny or? Nope, I lost to Josh. Josh. One match to Josh. Yeah, he was on. He was on. Wind ice. Or wind ice that's right. It was that's like, right. Well, it wasn't really straight discard, but it was a lot of hand disruption. Sure, and he was using like you know almost like the thought seize effects with uh, heroic Zidane and stuff like that, right? He was on legendary Zidane. Interesting. Interesting. Um, there was a point where he played. He had like legendary Zidane, um, Celis, and something else. Another four CP out and the Exodus that board. And I was like, yeah. As soon as I did that, I was like, yeah, that's probably just game. Oh, absolutely, it is. Yeah, because I mean, that's I paid four CP to get rid of twelve. That's pretty good. That, that, that's what we call value town. <laughs> yeah, but that's awesome, man. So, uh, like, what were your matchups like? Anything, anything noteworthy? Um, we talked about it a little bit on the Choker Bros podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Sam. check out, check that episode out. It just came out this past weekend as well. Uh, excellent, excellent issue. Uh, yeah. issue episode. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it's a lot of scions. Um, about half the field was probably scions. Maybe not quite half, but it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the deck's good, man. A few people on turbo, not a, a crazy amount. And then kind of like some other usual stuff. You got Earthwind there mm-hmm. a couple times. Um, yeah, I mean, not anything crazy. But yeah, a lot, a lot of Scions for sure. Yeah, dude, was there, um, like I said, I think the, on your grand finals was kind of, a, kind of a neat match. It was against uh, Austin, Austin up from Fredericksburg, and he was playing that, uh, that really interesting mono fire deck with just a lot of big bodies, uh, a couple Nidhogs, Camelot, Zonday, just... Real, real heavy on the top end. Yeah. He was undefeated going into the Swiss match against me. Mm-hmm. We were the last two undefeateds left. And um, he had been going turn one Camelot out a lot. I heard a lot of people talking about it. He did it on me, but I already had the outside answer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there was one turn in the Swiss match where he double he used Shadow's ability twice, pitching two Nidhogs to That's kill really good. my Zemus and my Hildebrand, mm-hmm. which was pretty good. Um, but I was still it, it, at that point. It was kind of already like I was already kind of ahead. Right, so you didn't, ma- didn't yeah. matter. Nearly and then much. in in top eight, um, he played turn one combo out again. I had turn one else it again. Um, Zonde was pretty decent for him though. Like, but again, like I was, it, I, it was kind of easy for me to kind of move stuff out of the way. Sure. Most, for the most part, he did play. He did hard cast two Nidhogs on me in the last top eight match. Nice. Um, but Shadow Lord came in for the last turn. Yeah, cleared out right. enough stuff, and I was able to on down his Nidhog and then swing through for game. Nice, nice. Well, congratulations on that. Uh, so now that you've got that qualifier, do you feel like the pressure's off now going into Gen Con? Yeah, and... I'm still going to play for the buys. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to, like, bring anything stupid. Like, I'm going to bring something that's more, like, a deck that I want to play, but I'm not going to bring anything, like, janky, you know? I'm still going to bring something good mm-hmm. or something that I feel is good because um, I'm still going to play for the three buys. Sure, sure. So. Well, awesome, man. Congratulations. Glad you were able to put that baby to bed. So then now we're going to kind of go to the flip side. Um, yesterday we had another qualifier because I wasn't able to make the one last week, as I've said before. So we had one yesterday down in Yorktown at a shop called Jersey's. Um, Shout-outs to the gentleman down there. I believe his name was Connor or Colin. Uh, one of the two. I think it was Colin. Yeah, great job running the event. Um, we had 11 people. Um, I, once again, finished second. Yeah. Um, it was exactly the same tale as last week. Yep. Um the only person I lost to the entire day was Danny, which is funny. Going into that event, like, me and you had talked about, like, Danny was the player. Because Danny's a really good player. And, of course, I'm talking about Danny Diaz. He's part of the pocket group and part of the returner family. Really, really smart, really solid, strong player. And, um, you know, he beat me last round to Swiss. And, sure enough, we met in finals. And, you know, I took game one. He took games two and three. It was very similar to what happened to me last week, except last week I won all my Swiss matches. But regardless... Um, so I was pretty defeated. Um, you, you know, I guess you know, I was on Turbo Ice like I was last time, and the deck did very well for me once again. And not to, I, I don't want to beat a dead horse because I, I, I did feel pretty defeated when I was done. That's why I didn't go to the one that was that was actually happening today or just finished up here recently in uh, up at Island Games in Northern Virginia. It was frustrating getting there, you know, kind of doing the same thing, getting to, to the finals twice and then falling short twice. Like, that's, you know, I don't care who you are. You know, you, you know, at what point do you get tired of silver medals and you want the gold medal, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's rough. Um, my experience there wasn't great, but it wasn't it had nothing to do with the shop or the tournament itself. Um, so we had 11 people, mm-hmm. which meant four rounds and a top four cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, round one, I played my brother. Ouch. Who I had given my deck to mm-hmm. to play in the tournament. Um, he beat me. Uh, it was pretty close, but he beat me. I was on Mono Water Monsters. And uh, and he was on Mono Earth. And so round two, I got a buy, mm-hmm. uh, which actually ended up kind of screwing me over. Yeah, it kind of put um, you out of top four, I believe. And then yeah. I won, won rounds three and four, putting me at three and one. Um, and then because there was no undefeateds left, because you had lost to Danny in the last round of Swiss, and then I think... Somebody else lost or something. Mm-hmm. So that put, like, there was uh, five X1s, I think. Yep. And so I was the odd man out, which was kind of shitty. Kind of like what happened to Ethan at Game Theory yeah, last week as but, well. But there's nothing you could really do about it. Mm-hmm. Um, funny enough, I think if you had beat Danny in the last round of Swiss, Danny would have been out. And I would have been in. That's funny. Yeah, because if you beat Danny, Danny goes to X2. Oh, no. You become the one seed. 
I I get in at the four, uh, and then Jimmy plays Trevor. Man. So what you're saying is, all I had to do was win my last round of Swiss, and I probably would have won the entire thing. More than likely, it, I mean, because I, I scooped you in top four. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's not like I really get any more out of it other than like some promos. Yeah. Um, which I have a play set of those. I'm not really super worried about it. But yeah, I mean, I would have scooped you anyways. Yeah, but uh, you know, overall, I had a good day. Um, I I like the way the deck has been playing for me. Like I I see people playing it and not having the same success with it than I that I am. And I don't know if that's just maybe they're piloting it wrong. Maybe they're doing something different. Maybe they're trying to get cute with it. Yeah, I'll uh, touch on this like really quick. I think it's because people are trying to put cards in it that don't belong. Mm-hmm. Um, the deck is all in on one game plan. If the game plan doesn't work, the deck loses. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of commit, like fully commit. There's no like half-assing it, really. Yeah, for sure. Like you're going balls to the walls. You're like it's Ricky Bobby, man. Like, oh, man. That's basically the way it works. <laughs> that's right. So like when I see people trying to put cards that slow it down or cards they are like, oh, well, maybe this will come into play in this matchup. No. Like, it doesn't. It's, if, you're, if you're playing a card for a matchup, it better be a card that also is, can be fast. Yep. Or that allows you to be faster. And it needs to have an immediate impact when it comes into play. And again, I'm not saying like the build that we have is the end-all, be-all. I think there are some improvements that can be no, done. I agree. Um, but I think that it, if you're taking out, like if you're taking out like, I don't know, like a Genesis or like Squalls or something, and you're putting in like Orphans and Coojas and shit, like, just stop. <laughs> yeah, you're you're sl- you're slowing down a deck that's already like peeling off the top all yeah. day long. And I mean, I have there's no advantage for me to be helping people that are playing that deck because no. I'm not going to be playing the deck. So like, you know, I mean, but I'm just saying like it's, mm-hmm. it you, you just commit to the game plan. That's literally what the deck is. It's like a one dimensional game plan, and it does it really well. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, absolutely. So that's the tale of our qualifiers. You know, next week we'll talk about you know who won the one today, yeah. and you know we'll be coming from Gen Con. So there'll be a, hopefully there'll be a lot a lot of good news coming out of Gen there'll Con. There'll probably be a well. double episode next week. I think that's the plan. Yeah, yeah, two maybe two two episodes and like a lot of interviews. Yeah, I think the plan is to have record one episode, kind of like at the start of everything, probably like right after Thursday, mm-hmm. um, and then have another episode at some point after like maybe before the top thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, have like this, like a dual episode thing. Awesome, yeah. We'll we'll dig more into that when we get when we start talking about Gen Con here at the end. But uh, we, as far as more news, we had a couple other big tournaments across. You know, we had one in the UK and we had one in Australia. Yeah, they were fairly big. Oh uh, yeah, the one I know, the one in Australia was um seventy six players. Yeah, the Pulse it, the, the Cup. Pulse Cup, and uh, that was won by Daniel uh, Belia. Belia, I'm probably butchering his last name. But he was on Mono Wind. Yeah, there was two mono wins in the top three. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, very similar builds. I think a few cards different. Mm-hmm, I yeah. believe. Really diverse. Um, really diverse. Uh, top sixteen. A lot of Vikings. A lot of dude. Hey, yeah, that's across all events this weekend, yeah. actually, um, including what what I know of the qualifier that just happened. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because as it stands right now, the top seed is a mono water Viking Lelia focused. Yeah, Layla Viking is very real. Like any, I don't. I hear people trying to say like that. When you play Layla, you're trying to play these other, like, undervalued cards. And, I mean, I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Like, you're you're paying 3 CP to play a Viking that draws you probably two cards. I mean, almost always two cards. Mm-hmm. And it's probably just going to block something to prevent a piece of damage because you don't care about it. Yep. And then you're going to play Layla to get that thing back to draw more cards. Like, as long as you have a solid win con, mm-hmm. you'll probably draw it. Like, it's... 
you're going to draw so many cards. Mm -hmm. um, and you're going to have so much to play. I mean, I played a Windwater version of it on Tuesday at our local. Mm -hmm. And there was one point where I passed my turn with five cards in hand. By the time my turn passed back to me and I drew my two cards, I had like nine cards in hand. Yeah. It'll, it, it, the deck is straight gas. <clears throat> and I know um, there, there's two versions of it. Like, I'm glad you said that. There's a wind water version. And there's also an ice water version. I'm I'm more in tune with the ice water version. I, I get the wind water one because you get access to like no no Zemus to because that's kind that kind of becomes your wind con yeah, right. The wind con is to play weenies mm -hmm. and then just kill them with weenies that they can't block yep. while drawing a shit ton of cards. And then you use like Camelot to fish out your Zemus so that you're not like running a bunch of Zemuses that just draw you dead. Yep, and then the ice water builds I know are taking advantage of like Genesis Avatar being yeah. blinked by Renoa to just pretty much wipe their board and you just swing right. through with all your bikes. So that's a 10 CP combo. However, Devout is a card in that deck. Yep. So what you do is you just set it up to the point where you get Renoa in your break zone, you get Devout mm -hmm. online, you mm -hmm. tap down, you play Genesis Avatar, and then you Devout Renoa back in and you kill their entire board. Yep, and chances are, you know, even if, even if it is 10 CP, you don't have the Devout set up. You may have enough cards in your hand to pay for the whole thing. For sure, yeah. So, like, it's, it's a very strong... You know, I, I think that deck is... Yeah. That archetype and is excellent, and I'm actually looking forward to trying something like that yeah. as well. And Legendary Kafka is also a very real card in both of those decks. Yep. Um, very yep. easy to get them out without spending any... Like, you're just killing three well, Vikings. I mean, you know, you're, you're almost netting at that point. You kill three Vikings, draw three cards, and usually, you break a dude. Usually it's like kill Layla, kill something, and kill a Viking... Play Kefka, replay Layla, get Viking back. Yeah, it feels great. <laughs> the, the deck feels really good, and uh, something I'm looking forward to playing more after Gen Con. Then you all, but th that uh, that top sixteen was also really diverse. You had some mono lightning, couple mono ices, couple uh, couple gold wings builds. Um, you had some other mono water. Um, you had scions in there, and you had a couple tricolor monster decks. So how many mono ice decks? Uh, one, two, three. Out of sixteen, out of sixteen, three out of sixteen mono ice decks, and they were all more. They're all the tempo builds. Yeah. Um. So, but they were all pretty different. Like I think a couple of them had Karsame in it. Um. The one that was in top four. Um. Was pretty standard. This one was running uh, no sit all stain, but it did have five one five drop Kuja in there. Um. And I've noticed they're also running Yasail. Now I guess just to search out that you know one Pichini, but they did all have Renoa in them. Yeah, I mean, I think she's a good card. It's I not, agree. Typically, not something you're going to run a full playset of. But mm -hmm. I mean, one or one or two tops. Yeah. So yeah, it was really neat. And then I know there was the um. So and congratulations to everybody who placed there. Um, looks like it was a really good turn. Looks like uh, some of the pictures on Facebook, kind of living vicariously through the camaraderie that people were having. So it looked like it was a really fun event. Then there was one in the UK. You know a little bit more about this yeah, it was one. Like um, Brotherhood, some I think mm -hmm. the Brotherhood Open or some something like that. Um, mm -hmm. Like Alex, I think. McCool yeah, yeah, yeah. is yeah, like part of running Charles that. Shout out to the Crystal Tower. Um, and, yeah, I think top two was both Mono Water. I don't know the all the deck lists. I don't think they've all been posted mm -hmm. yet. But uh, the winner was Mono Water Monsters, and forgive me, I don't remember his name. Um, I, I'd have to look it up. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was pretty standard Mono Water Monsters list, other than the fact that it ran Layla and Viking in it. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm telling you, that, that my Mono Water Monsters build that I have that I've been playing, it doesn't run Layla. But I it does run Viking. I, think I agree. Running, I think if you're running three CP Viking, you should be running Layla right now. I yeah, really do. I agree. I agree. Um, and then the other build was more of like the, I want to say like the Garnety build. Like it's just like dudes, modern yeah. order dudes. Mm -hmm. um, and they also ran Layla and Viking in that deck as well. Yeah. So it, there, there's, I feel like if you're playing blue cards, there's no reason not to play that because it just creates so much card advantage. 
Like it's just it's just it feels good. Yeah. Like it feels really good. But uh, but yeah, that's all the news we have today. So a lot of tournaments uh, again next week is going to be jam packed with news because we will be at Gen Con. And I don't know what you know what all is in store for the game at Gen Con other than the events that they're having. But uh, look for your boy to be playing pretty much everything he can get his grubby little paws on. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be playing all the Final Fantasy events. Yeah, me can. too. They got Popper. They're going to have. I said, I don't want to. I don't want to put the cart before the horse because we'll talk about that when we get to the actual Gen Con section of our podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, but you know, stay tuned for next week for the new for more of the news. Do 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 do. Um, I still got to get my own little thing in there, but um, um, so now we're going to talk about our, our first topic. We want to talk about today It's kind of been a uh, you know get your uh, get your polio blankets out. <laughs> time to get <laughs> time to sit next to the fire, FDR style. One that's got to be a video now. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> but um, I think something that's been it's been touched on by other content creators here uh, in the last couple weeks, and we and I, I know a lot of it. It, it kind of started rearing its ugly head with there was a there was a post made about you know the, the what people think of mono ice you know i i, I don't remember the exact details of it, it yeah, but that, that's so, always the root of that is a healthy conversation that that, that can and probably needs to be had it, yeah absolutely however the way that it needs to be had can be a lot better i agree and that's kind of what's happening with a lot of with a lot of Differences in opinions is the best way, and that's to say also it. fine. Like you're gonna have personalities that clash. Oh, absolutely. Just don't be a dick. And I think that's what's happening. <laughs> and I, I think we're you know, and granted, there is still little to no toxicity in this community. Yeah, I'd say it's more so. It's still more mostly good people. And I mean, even the people that may, might be slightly toxic sometimes don't always mean to come off that way. Right. Um, I agree. I you agree. just got to be careful with your words on the internet sometimes. It's true, especially in this day and age when there, there are you don't you don't know how, it's. You can't really read the room per se because you know you're 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 in a digital space, but I, I think one of the biggest problems we you know, and I think it all kind of went back to not just not so much as in just just vile toxicity, but there there was this air of elitism mm-hmm. in the air, and you know no no names we're not, we're not we're not pointing fingers we're not saying anything, but I think right now in this game there's no place for that. There is no. There's no money on the line, and I know that's an important thing because one of the big things with Magic is um, you'll hear people that go play competitive Magic. They talk about a little thing called EV. They're looking to get the most value out of something, like, and they're and they're talking like monetary value, and I think that kind of creates a, you know, and not just and not just in, you know, the everything they do at that tournament, but they they do it like they try to, like. Really make themselves look better than. It, it, what am I trying? I'm trying to think of the right way to put this. Like, they'll play. Kind of. It kind of ties in with the mono ice conversation too, because they'll play the best deck because it gives them the best chance to win. They don't care how scummy it is. Like, if it's the scummiest thing on planet Earth, they're gonna play it you because mean the they want to. You mean the deck is scummy? And yes. I don't think there's anything wrong with anything yeah, wrong with that. Right. I don't either. But yeah. there are people that do. But they'll do it because look, I want to win this this cash payout. Yeah, right. But there's also nothing wrong with. I'm not saying be a scummy person, but like there's nothing wrong with bringing a scummy deck. Right, but I think what happens is that leads to kind of a, well, I'm playing. I'm going to win with this deck. I'm winning with this deck, so yeah. I'm better than you. Like there, there, some some of that happens, and it doesn't just happen in Magic. It happens in 
almost every card game. I can't speak on the Yu-Gi-Oh! front of things because I played that game for all of 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. But I've heard stories, and I'll, you know, maybe that'll be a, a fireside chat for Kurt with Curtis Kang for another day. But I think right now, I guess, you know, I told you all that to tell you this. You know, my thoughts don't really sound as organized, but I think there's just no place for beratement or belittling of anybody else because they don't share the same opinion on a card or a deck, or maybe they're not as good of a player than you. But you got to read the room on that level. Like, not everybody who plays this game is a competitive player, right? Sure. Yeah, that's any game. Right. Yeah. So if you, if you got somebody who's frustrated with, you know, we'll, we'll keep talking about mono ice here. So you got somebody who's frustrated with that, you know. Instead of saying, well, hey, get better, well, what if they just play casually and they just kind of found themselves on the opposite end of that deck and they're like, oh, my God, that's that's so ridiculous and oppressive. So, I mean, the way that I see it is like, and I mean, Mono Ice is really good, and we'll probably talk about it more in a second, but like, when those people come to you, right, like if, if you're a player, if you're like a, what's the word I'm looking for? If you're, like a, if you're like an icon of the game, sure, sure, I don't know the correct. What, I'm looking for a better word, but like, if you're like a top player in this game, mm-hmm. and you're some, you're a person that someone looks up to. Sure, right? I, I feel like a role we, model essentially. Yeah, I feel like we we're kind of that. I'm not saying like we're no, but people not, do listen and they they, they listen to what we uh, say, and we want to make sure that we're putting our best face forward. Yeah, we're not but perfect. There, but there's we, a ton of players out there that I feel like meet this criteria absolutely if if like a player comes up to you or like this these threads start with mono ice or whatever like why not why not just be like well here's what i do against mono ice Mm -hmm. here's how you can make your odds better or be like hey what are you playing let me see your list like how does it fare against ice and you might just be playing a deck that just gets dumpstered by it yeah and it's not like ice has a lot of bad matchups in the first place like Mm -hmm. that's what makes it good Mm -hmm. Uh, because if in in a card game if you're probably winning more than 50 percent of the time it's probably playing a pretty good deck yeah for sure so like i mean like help them guide them we do this at locals right like Mm -hmm. in between all my matches i always talk about stuff and if if i feel like i'm even if i'm playing something oppressive because i'm not I will play something if I think it's that oppressive and that wins a lot. Mm-hmm. I'll bring it to locals every now and then. I try to play more fun stuff at locals, at least for me. And that's for me, not for that's not for everybody else. That's for me. Yep. And I, and I think you know are we we've we've kind of groomed our community to be that way. Like we have like our locals, our weekly events are there to for people to have fun, teach each other, learn from each other, and then you then you bring your A game to like the monthly events we have. Like like I like I know like when I'm sitting across from somebody. I'll talk them through the game while we're playing. That's yeah, because I mean, I, I play Tuesdays to win for sure. Like I'm never not playing to win, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm also want I also want the community to grow. Mm-hmm. And if that means like sh- like if a player does something blatantly wrong, or at least I know it's blatantly wrong, mm-hmm. I'll be like I mean like no 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 you just do this, um, yeah. and then I'll explain like why they should do this. Like even if it's just on board, I don't even need to see their hand. Um, and I mean like I'll tell them like I'll walk them through the play like why they need to do this X play. Mm-hmm. And you know, and and then next time they'll probably just do it themselves. Yeah, and and that and I think that's something that needs needs to happen more because I, I know some there are some communities that their their weeklies are cutthroat. Like, yeah. and I'm not saying there's wrong. Like, there's nothing it, wrong with that. If, if, if you're, that's com- what if, they want. If the community works and it like, because at the end of the day, if it's a big tournament, I'm I, I can be cutthroat. Like, oh, absolutely. Because I'm playing I'm playing 100 to win. On Tuesdays, I'm playing to win, but I'm also playing to grow the community. And to help everyone get better because mm-hmm. on because if the community gets better, we get better mm-hmm. because then that's more people for us to play test with. That's more people for us to play with on a weekly basis. And if they get better, they're gonna make us better. And in, like because if you don't and it, you're you're 
if your skin becomes stale, mm-hmm. you're not going to get any better. You're, you're going to notice that when you start traveling, and you're going to be like, well, I'm just losing to these guys all the time because they're, they're better players, and how am I going to get to their level? Exactly. Yeah, but if you have a scene, and you can create a scene, and you have these weekly events, take advantage of them. Take yep. advantage of your players getting better. Yep. So there, 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 there's a fine line, and I, th- and I think what happens on the flip side of that, like, you know, we're, we're, this game also, and I heard the best thing today, is like, this game isn't a soup kitchen, right? Um, you, you want to be kind and you want to teach people you know that there's there's nothing to be afraid of when you're playing this game but also at the same time too you you can't create a sense of entitlement and what i mean here is uh, and I'll, I'll use a real life example i'm not going to use names but it's in it was in one of the facebook threads there was somebody who went to a local qualifier they were bummed that they that you know they didn't do well they were bummed they didn't get any promos and it's like and he, he, I want to say he used the words that it was a slap in the face to a new player. And then there another person chimed in and said, well, well, hey, you know, you shouldn't be rewarded for playing poorly. And then, then you know, it just kind of escalated from there. And I'm, and I'm, I'm going to say this about that. There's, there, I, I see both sides of the coin, and they're both wrong. There shouldn't The person who feels outed, if you're a new player, I don't think you should have chosen to get your feet wet with a national qualifier. Yeah, it's probably not the best place. Because there are going to be people that are playing cutthroat, and if you're not as familiar with the intricacies of the game as the other people are, you are going to do bad. And Square, I mean, these these events are cutthroat for good players. Like, yeah, top the top cut gets prizes, but no one cares about that. People are going to these things because they want to win. They want to qualify well, it's, it's for winner, It's winner. It's winner. It, it, this is a winner-take-all kind of thing. So if you go to a 20-person tournament and you finished 18, 19, or 20... You can't get mad when there's no prize support for you. That's why you go to your local events. That's why you pay $5 pack per win where, you know, most stores, when they have these weekly events, they give promos to everybody. Yeah. We we don't have that because we don't have promos right now. Yeah, but but we give everybody a pack at least. Uh, Right. And which basically means you get your money back. Right. So you you essentially get to play in a free tournament, and there you can learn how to play the game. So picking this, this stage to be a new player and then voice your opinion about how you feel outed as a new player. The, it's the wrong stage for that. But at the same time, the person who was... Like, you got to show a little bit more tact there. It's like, hey, you know, kind of just say what I just said. Hey, man, like if, you know, if you're worried about that, maybe you, sh- maybe you should start here instead. Or, hey, you know, that's just say that's just the nature of the community. Like if you're not familiar with tabletop games, very, very few games have prizes for participation i mean if you look at fighting games I mean, well fighting games are worse yeah like uh, if you deuce out um, i say deuce out it means you, you, you lose your first two games yeah you're out um because every most most fighting games are double lm mm-hmm. um yeah you just go home and you spent usually five to ten dollars um, and then forty dollars for a venue fee <laughs> and the only thing you really learned and i'm even talking at a weekly level mm-hmm. uh, weekly levels generally might have like a five dollar venue fee mm-hmm. and then a five dollar entry so that's mm-hmm. ten bucks mm-hmm. uh if you finish dead last the only thing you got from playing is uh whatever you learned in the two sets that you played yep. and if you went oh two or you played people that are just way better than you you probably just got your ass handed to you mm-hmm. and it's really hard to learn from that sometimes mm-hmm. so yeah i mean at least when you're playing a card game you get some like you know there's no promos in fighting games <laughs> you don't get any of that they're playing for money all the time there's no cross-ups in spelling bee. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just saying, like, like they're like all their tournaments are just for money, and maybe that's just because people understand that there when they play all the time, and people that play card games expect to be the tip, get these like things, even if they finish. And I'm not, 
And I'm not, yeah, at a weekly, that's fine. But mm-hmm. when you're going to something that's like a national qualifier like this, like, yeah, I mean. And, and here's the thing, like, and I don't want to make it sound like I'm outing this person for saying that. You know, we're glad you're a new player. Welcome to the community. Yeah. But at that, at that point, too, you, you shouldn't, like, you, you maybe should have done a little more a little more research before picking this as your place to get your feet yeah. wet. Or and I, I don't even know if this was that guy, that person's first event or not. Yeah, maybe um, not. Maybe not. But it probably wasn't a good thing to go to in your first week or so playing the game, especially yeah. like or as your first tournament, especially yeah. right now. Yeah. And and then you know to the other guy who was who was saying stuff back to him like, you know, like understand that like if he's a new player and you're not, you know, you you want to be welcoming. It, you know, explain to him why it doesn't work that yeah, way. Just explain to him like like we just did basically. Like just say hey, you know, this is a national qualifier. Tends to be kind of cutthroat. Tends to be like everybody's playing to win because it's a winner to home. And then and at that point, you've got the chance to invite, well, hey, what do you do on Tuesday nights? What do you do on Wednesday nights? Well, Sunday night is our local. Why don't, why don't, you, why don't you come out every Sunday if, if you can? Mm-hmm. Or if not, here, reach it here. You know, send them a friend request, something on Facebook. Like, hey, we can jam on Octagon. I can teach you the game. Like, you know, like if, if you want to learn. So next time you come to one of these things, you can get prizes. Yeah. You, you can make it. Or hell, you can win this whole thing and make us all look silly. Like, this community... It's for the most part really, really good about building each other up. But then sometimes, like, I, I think enough of us here don't like toxicity enough that we can co- we we kind of catch it before it happens. If that makes any sense. Yeah. But it's tough. Like, and as the game grows, it's going to happen. Because again, like we said, and I I, made, I posted something when uh, when Joseph here made the post about it earlier this week. Um, I had said something that look, man. There's no reason for elitism and toxicity because at the end of the day, like we're going to these tournaments to pay. We're, we're playing like the top prize usually is a stuffed animal and foil card, some kind of cards, maybe a trophy or a playmat or a playmat and a zero expenses paid trip to another event. Yep. You know these people that win nationals, they they win the right to go. They don't win like oh we're gonna take care of your flight. We're gonna take care of this like. It, you know, there's, there's, you know, you're still, you're still paying for the same thing that everybody else is paying for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there's no room for elitism, and and one one kind of perpetuates the other. Like if you have people that are struggling, or like if there's people that come out and they're like, you know, mono ice is this, this deck is unfair, I don't like this. Well, you know, instead of saying get good nerd or you know suck it up, stop sucking, it's like hey. You know, like you said earlier, like reach out to them. What, where are you struggling? Why do you play this? Or, you know, look at their list. Why do you play this list? Well, I like Final Fantasy VI, so I want to play Cyan. I want to play this. I want to play that. Okay, that's fine. But then you, that's when you kind of have to have like that heart to heart with them. Like, hey, you know, you sh- probably won't be able to play this deck competitively. I try to tell people. There are people that come to me a lot, and they'll be like, "I really like Final Fantasy VII. <clears throat> I want to play this Final Fantasy VII Earth Fire deck." And I'm like, yeah, you can do that. Um, and there are cards that are strong. Like, Vincent's really good. Yep. Like, like Cloud is not a bad card. It's just there's a reason it doesn't see a lot of competitive play. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I got, I, you can win your local with that. Yeah. But if you try to take that to a place where, like, everybody's playing to win, like a local qualifier or like You're a not going to have Cup, a good time. It's, yeah, I mean, you're going to play stuff that's built to win, and you're playing a deck that you just want to play certain cards. Um, and, I mean, yeah. 
at that point, it's kind of it's, it's going to be rough. Like you might win some matches because you can optimize it as much as you can, mm-hmm. but it's never going to be as good as like a, an actual competitive deck because right now those cards aren't that competitive. Right, and that's why I, I urge any community that has players like that where they play want title. To play title yeah. format. Yeah. That's how you can nurture that side of the community. Um, I mean, even when we played versus, like I was big Spider-Man fan, right? Mm-hmm. I wanted to play Spider-Friends. Spider-Friends were, were garbage. They were one of the worst teams um, in the game. I never took Spider-Friends to a big event. Nope. But, bet your ass I was playing it at locals oh, when, we, when, we, when we go into KGR back yeah. in the day, you most certainly were playing yeah, Spider-Friends. I'll play Spider-Friends. I'll play, like, straight-up Marvel Knights without, like, trying to, you know... Build, just, build, like, the combos that would win? Yeah, you know, try to play Punisher and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I knew, like... Oh, yeah, best believe when we were going to a PCQ or... I'm taking Sentinels. Sentinels or Teen Titans were sleeved up and in the pocket, trust me. Yeah, I mean, it's like... There's... If you you play the game the right way, there's a place for everything. Correct. You just... If you play that way, you're you're never... You're always going to have fun. Yep. And if you don't want to... Like, if Final Fantasy VII is your thing, and you just play for fun and not competitively... Then just play your weeklies and have fun. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. There's yeah. nothing wrong with not going to the local qualifiers. Right. We and, have players and, like that. And when you want to turn the corner, get with those players in your scene that do play competitive. Yeah, and they'll, and they'll help you, hopefully. Yeah. And, um, I, and I'm glad you said it that way because the good people, the ones who want to see the game thrive and the community grow, will help you. I mean, that's why we're content creators. Right. At the end of the day, like, this is fun for us. We're not doing this for a paycheck. Yeah. Um, it's, it's more about, like, the game we like the game a lot. Yeah, we like the game enough to be competitive at it. Mm-hmm. Um, we understand how a competitive scene works. Mm-hmm. We understand how our local scene works, and we want to make content that everybody can watch. Right, and again, if we wanted to do this for money, we would probably not be doing this because yeah. there's just no money in this right now. We just we want to see a game that we enjoy playing grow. Yep, and that's why we do it. So you know, really at the end of the day, we, we told you all of that to tell you this. Don't be a dick. Just build each other up. Yeah, I said that at the beginning. So we're full yeah. circle. <laughs> we're full circle. Just, yeah, just don't be a dick. Yeah. Build each other up. Don't break each other down. Yeah, just cultivate. Yep. Don't piss on it. <laughs> you can't say it any better than that. Yeah. So uh, we'll go ahead and uh, put out the fire there. Uh, we'll go ahead and uh, fold the blankets up. I think that's the name of the episode, right? What? <laughs> don't cultivate. Don't, don't cultivate. Don't piss on it. Don't cultivate. Or no, cul- you cultivate. Cult- don't piss on it. <laughs> we'll have to make sure we write that down so we don't forget that because that's going to be an awkward title if we get that wrong. <laughs> but um, so now that we've gotten that out of the way, you know, let's go ahead and talk about you know, kind of the the. Call it, I call it the boogeyman. The boogeyman, yeah, like mono wise. That, that's there's been a lot of you know, we and we harped on a little bit in the toxicity thing because that that seems to be the root for a lot of things, like a lot of negativity in the community. Um, there's a the, the deck's good. It's if you're really playing good. competitively, you're going to see it. Yeah, it's really good. But clearly, it's not it's not winning everything. It's not an end all be all. Now, granted, in one particular region in the world, it seems like it's winning. Well, everywhere. the Brotherhood event was in the UK. Yeah. Well, there you go. And Mono, I'm, I'll bet Mono Ice was there. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, oh, yes, I haven't seen all the lists, but I'm sure it was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it's really good. Yep. And at the end of the last meta, and probably at the end of Opus 4, I, I'll probably argue that it was the best deck. Mm-hmm. I agree. But was it winning literally everything? No. Nope. Was it winning a lot of events in EU? Yes. Um, but in, in America, like, it wasn't really winning much at all. No, you'd see um, it. You would see it. And there are reasons in. for all of that. Like, I mean, everybody's meta is pretty different. Yeah. And um, EU seems to be of the mind that 
if it's the best, why not play it? And I don't blame them. No, absolutely. I mean, if it is the best, why not play it? But then I feel like when you do that, you kind of, like, like put blinders around your eyes and you're just only looking at this one thing. Mm-hmm. And then everybody starts playing that one thing. So, like, that's all you have to look at? <clears throat> and then just the, the number – it's a numbers game at that point. The odds yeah. of it winning now are extremely high. Yeah. And, I mean, there, like I said, there is a reason for that because I, I do think it was the best deck. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that something else just can't win. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're seeing it now. There's tons of people bringing mono ice to these things. But uh, fucking guilty is charged. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because right, I want to win. Yeah. I want to win. If I'm going to these events, like, I want to win. And, no, don't get me wrong. I know how to beat mono ice. I, like, and that's the thing. Like, I've played against it so much that I know how to beat the deck, too. And that's turbo and tempo. Like, it, it's, it's, only, it's as scary as you make it out to be. Yeah. I mean, it is, like, and I've probably said it like 30 times. It is very good. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you understand how to play it, you can mitigate that. Mm-hmm. And you, there's still a lot of room to outplay it. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, the reason you saw Earthwind doing pretty good toward the end was because, I mean, I felt like there's a lot of room to outplay on that deck, mm-hmm. especially if it gets Mono Ice. Oh, yeah. So long, if it gets started. I mean, there are some games where Mono Ice just kind of... Just steamrolls it before they even get a chance to exactly. get going. Exactly, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, there's tons of good cards that aren't Ice cards. Like, Dottaluma was really, really good. Wall yep. really, really good. Yep, and turns out Dottaluma Cactar might be the most oppressive thing in the game. I probably think it is. Unless, like, unless, they, jam, unless they jam a 5CP Paladin out there on the table in front of it, because then at that point you <laughs> don't give a shit anymore. But, I mean, yeah. they have answers to that, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, it's... Yeah, I mean, a Dottaluma with two Cactuars is pretty impressive. Yeah. like so. I hope I, you got a 9K. Yeah, at least. Yeah, so... So... Like the deck's frustrating. Don't let it get you down if you're fr- if you're frustrated with playing against it. And this you know this goes to players who are a little, maybe a little more on the casual side or newer players. Like you see people playing it, or if you're playing it yourself, and maybe maybe on the, you're on the flip side. Maybe you see you know that it's good, or and you're you just can't win with it because you don't understand the deck. Just you know stick with it on both sides. Like if you can't beat it, learn how to beat it. Ask for help on how to beat it. If you can't win with it. Learn to play the deck. Keep keep the reps. And this game is all about repetition. This game rewards repetition with the deck. So, like I just tell, like, stick. I tell people stick to their guns in this game. Like deck hop for your locals, and if you want to explore and try new things. But if you're trying to like learn a deck, play a deck for a competitive event, pick it, stick with it, cha- make the changes as you see fit. I, I deck hop a lot, mm-hmm. um, but when I'm testing for an event, I will play a shit ton of games. Oh, me too. Um, with the deck that I'm thinking, or even if it's like multiple decks that I'm trying to think about, mm-hmm. so um, I, I, I theory craft all damn day long. Exactly, right? I deck hop to stay well versed. Mm-hmm. Like to me, and this doesn't work for everybody. Like you should find your own thing. I'm mm-hmm. not saying everybody should do this. But for me, it's like if I learn how to play as a deck, it'll help me learn how to beat that deck, and also help me as a player learn how to play different style decks. Mm-hmm. So like I'll play turbo just to understand it better, uh, even though I hate it. I'll play. Monsters, but I play monsters because I like monsters. Um, but uh, you know, a control deck, a tempo deck, an aggro deck. I'll play all the different kinds of decks mm-hmm. so that I understand how to play all those play styles. If I if I feel like those one of those de- type of decks are just too strong or something, yeah. and that's what's going to give me the best chance to win. But it also helps me play against those decks too. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are players too that will just play one archetype, and they're just so good at that one archetype, and they'll take that to everything. It doesn't matter that everyone knows what you're on, like. Andy Carmona, right? Yeah. Like, and he's uh, a mono lightning uh, player. The exact same way. Sit across from him, he's always going to be on mono lightning. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter the day, doesn't matter what the meta looks like. Yep. But at the end of the day, you know he's still going to probably have the best mono lightning deck that he could put together, at least in his mind. Yep. And you better be ready to, like, play against a top notch mono lightning player. Well, that and play against lines that 
you probably don't even think of. Yeah. Like, and that, that's the thing. Like when you have when you have a, some like a, a specialist per se, you know. It's like this in fighting games too. Oh yeah. Like I, I can always loop it back in. Like in fighting games, there are clear tier lists most of the time, mm-hmm. and there's generally as long as the game is fairly balanced, a lot of characters are playable. Mm-hmm. But there's always going to be like those those one, those two, those three or four or five characters that are like top tier, mm-hmm. and you're going to see those a lot. Mm-hmm. And anybody like me that floats around is going to pick the best character or at least like the best character for their play style mm-hmm. but you better be prepared for that for Joe Schmo that's like the best Blanca player in the room mm-hmm. even though Blanca's trash but he knows every it, he knows every time he's on advantage all, all yeah. of his and you better know traps that. Oh, yeah, oh absolutely so like you have to know both sides of the coin and mm-hmm. I, I can, again in fighting games I would I switch around a lot I do have characters that I like um, but typically, if I was playing for real, if I was playing for money, I was going to pick a character that at least I thought was good and mm-hmm. fit my play style. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to learn the, sh- the weird matchups, too, mm-hmm. for that character, or else you're going to get just dumpstered by a character that you'll see a lot. Yep. So, like, uh, for example, like, Fire right now, people are starting to play a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I would say that it's, like, super great, mm-hmm. but it's people are starting to play it again. Um, you better know what those Fire cards do. Because if you run up against them and you're look, looking and reading every card in a big event... Oh, you're in trouble. It's probably going to be bad for you. You are in trouble. Because so. they're going to they're hit you with something and you're, not, you're just going to be like, oh, I just lost three guys. Well, I guess I played into a card I didn't know what I was doing against. Yep. Happens all the time. So just you know, just be the best player you can be is really and, and you know I know you know we kind of equated all that back to Mono Ice because it is the boogeyman. But you know, be the best player you can. Help each other be the best player that they can. And we all win. Yeah, pretty much. The we game gets win. better. The community gets better. Um, yeah. yeah, that's a good segue. Because speaking of communities and great things, Gen Con is next week. Like we're leaving Wednesday night. We're leaving Wednesday after I. I know you're on vacation pretty much all week. Monday tomorrow is my last day at work for a week. Nice. Um, and then yeah, Tuesday I'm just kind of chilling. Nice, nice. Jammy jam Tuesday. And Wednesday I'm, I'll be chilling, waiting on you. Yep, I'm getting out of work around five o'clock, and we're gonna load up the car, and we're gonna. I'm just gonna come get you right after work, and we're just gonna. You can bring dr- a change of clothes and change it if you want. Oh, I, I might be wearing my pajamas too. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, we're just gonna go, and we're gonna drive up. We're staying with again. We said it last week. We're staying with the North Carolina guys, the uh, Charlotte group, um, Rob, Joe. Um, I'm so bad with names because I only know them really by Steve. their and Steve <laughs> by their Facebook monikers. <laughs> But, um, so we're going to have a good time. There's uh, several events there. You know, there's the sealed Crystal Cup. Yep. There's, there's two flights of constructed. Now, I heard you mention, are they doing it the way they did Cali? They're, they're, I assume so. Don't I, quote I, me I, on I, it. I really hope not. I really hope it's they end each day at a top eight for a proper top yeah. 16 at the end. Um, I, just, I, I think that's just better. It's more so streamlined. It's cleaner. My assumption, and again, I don't know this for sure. I don't work at Square. Mm-hmm. Um, sealed will cut to 16. Yep. Don't remember if they're gonna play it all the way through on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I want to say the top sixteen is sealed, mm-hmm. or maybe top eight is gonna be on Sunday, mm-hmm. and then flight one of Friday. Again, I don't know this for sure. We'll cut to sixteen. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see when it's gonna work like California. Top sixteen on set. Uh, flight on Saturday. We'll mm-hmm. cut to sixteen. Because yeah, that's really the only precedent we have is the, the way the structure was California. Yep. And then the top thirty-two of that will play on Sunday. And I want to say yeah. Actually, I want to say the sealed might end on Friday. Okay. Because I want to say the flight on Friday happens, and then top sixteen or whatever. Okay. For sealed, also happen. The schedule's out there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I don't know if they have the exact top cuts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because we got that. Then again, we said the two flights of constructed. There's also a pauper tournament, which I'm and really title. excited about. And title. Um, I think pauper is very underexplored in this game, and I've talked to people in our locals, and they're kind of they kind of want to do it too. So yeah. I think what might have to happen is uh, maybe once every two months. Mm-hmm. We have a pauper on Tuesday, or maybe we could even. Uh, well, as, maybe we could put the field like maybe alternate this month do title, next month do pauper, or yeah, vice versa. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll we'll fill it out. But I I one hundred percent want to start doing pauper here because I think there are a lot of really it's it's going to be just like magic pauper, right? There's going to be some really really neat decks that come out of this. Yeah, Layla Vikings, Dude, pretty Layla Vikings. <laughs> I think dragoons are super super yeah, playable. I'm probably looking at Layla Vikings now. Yeah, I'm I'm one hundred percent looking at dragoons yeah. just because you. You know, you get all those stupid dragoons, you get Warrior of Light, you get Kane, you get Rosa. Yeah, then you have like a twenty K dragoon. Yeah, you get okay. all you get all pretty much the only cards you don't get for a dragoon deck are like Estinian. Yep. Like you still get like the heroic canes if you want to play those. Yeah, but typically you're playing the rare one that boosts everything. Yep. But the, but you still get like all the really busted lightning and water summons. You get your Leviathans, Cyclops. you get your seven drop Odins, you get Cyclops, you get New Ramu, you get friggin' uh you know, choo-choo lane if you want it. Like you, you, you have so much to choose from in yep. that deck. Like it, it and then you know, I'll be disappointed if Okimoto's not playing in the tournament, not playing. I, I, I'll, I'll be hurt. <laughs> I'll be shocked and hurt, and that whole thing better be foiled out. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, like it's gonna be a lot of fun. There's gonna be a lot to do. I know uh, me and Cody have talked about. We're gonna go around. We're gonna be doing interviews. And anybody who's listening, and you're gonna be at Gen Con, don't hesitate to come. Like. Shoot the shit with us, man. Like we want, we want to hang out with people. We want to, We're here to have a good time too. We're here to play tournaments, but we're also here to have a good time. I'd like to have enough, even if it's just like little short things, which just doesn't. They don't have to be like known players or anything like that. And I can maybe like edit together like a vignette of like just Gen Con G- G- for Final G- Fantasy, dude. That'd be awesome. I would um, love to have. Yeah, and so that that that's the open invite for anybody there. You know, especially if you're uh, an up and coming scene, I would love. I would love more than anything. To talk to players from like, hey, I'm from Omaha, Nebraska, and we just started playing, you know, something, you know, whatever. Like, I want somebody, I want to talk to people also who are just trying to build that community. You know, we'll give you tips, we'll interview, we'll, we'll put your name out there, we'll, we'll do whatever, you know, to help you guys out. But, you know, I, I want Gen Con to be just a community celebration, and we want to be a big part of that. And turns out there's a couple tournaments happening, too. So we'll, we'll, we'll be doing that, but we'll also be having a lot of fun. You know, we're going to go out for some beers with everybody afterwards. You know, we're going to have a fancy steak dinner one night. So, you know, somebody bring a shirt with a collar on it. Um, you know, we're going you know, we're, we're gonna, to we're gonna have a good time. And, I, and I, I want as many people as possible to be a part of that. Yep. So there's no... There's no, you know, nothing clicky about this, man. We're all hanging out. We're all having a good time. So if you, if you know, if you're into the game and maybe you don't have a local scene and you're coming to this to meet people, man, don't hesitate. Reach out. Come, come out and hang with us. We would love, we would love to have. We'd love to hear your story. We got polio blankets for everybody. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I think we'll probably end on that. Um, anything before we uh, no. do our first? So you I mean we're not gonna we're not gonna close and then have another close? I got nothing. Man, I think we that, that's a milestone. That's an absolute milestone. But yeah, we're going to go ahead and sign off. We will see everybody at Gen Con. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening once again to the RVA Returners podcast. If you like this content and you want to hear more, check us out on YouTube at RVA Returners. And make sure you follow us on SoundCloud and check us out on Google Play and iTunes.